I have my phone here. Avi, I have my phone, just in case. Uh, today's shear is sponsored by Isaac Zafir. He just recently sponsored another shear, and for the same thing. I do not have a reason for sponsoring other than being grateful student, being a grateful student of Rav Eli and the Chabura on YouTube. You hear, Gershon? You hear? Seltzer boys, you have students. It says here, Mefurish. Then being a grateful student of Ravelli and the Chabura. I guess the whole Chabura. It's not just the, it didn't say the status. He's a student of the whole Chabura. Please dedicate this donation in the schus of Ravelli and the Chabura. So you guys have a schus. P.S. Ravelli mentioned that miracles occur for those who donate and support Torah and especially the Americans of Hayomi. So I'll let you know what happens. Sincerely, Isaac, listen. If something happens, you can't just let us know. You, you got to double it up, triple it up, right? It's not just, oh, by the way, I had a big uh, nace that happened. Okay, Isaac Zafir for Rockway, New York. Instead of uh, email, I have two beautiful pictures. I thought it was a tremendous coincidence. There's a, a guy that just started uh, on Zoom, really. His name is Moshe Hamburg, and he came a couple of times. Here he is. He's with us today. And he, he sent me a picture of him camping. And if you look closely, he has a Gemara open. Somebody caught a good picture of him learning. Great. So that's, that's one thing. That's a beautiful thing. He went camping the other day. And then, all of a sudden, Azriel Davis, I don't know if you guys know him. You don't know Azriel? He usually comes at night, to the night chair. He sends me yesterday also a picture of him camping, a tent, and... He's learning with the video, with the, with the Gemara and everything, and it says on the bottom like this. First time during a camping trip, not missing the Yaimi. That's what the Dafi Yaimi is all about, Rabbi Isai. Exactly that. First time that he went on a, he told me this, that is the first time he went on a camping trip that he actually brought a Sefer along and opened up the Sefer and learned. And the first day, Brachas Dav Beis, in, in the Hagdama to the to Shas, that's what I was saying. One of the things I was saying is that if you travel in the U.S., for instance, you travel domestically, and occasionally you bump into a guy learning, 98% of the time it's going to be a guy that's learning the daf. That's how, I don't know, I didn't do like real stuff, but that's how it was for me. You typically don't see a guy learning lumdus on the plane, bringing his Rebchayim, Barber, and all his Achroinim and stuff, and opening up Sfarim. It's the guy with the art scroll doing the daf. Because of the Yoimi. The guy going on a camping trip, doing the daf. Amazing. These two pictures, Nochamal, we have Moshe Hamburg and Israel Davis, all two pictures sent to me on the same day. And uh, this looks sincere, you know, they both look sincere here. Like, they look into it, not knowing that their wives are taking pictures. And it's unbelievable. That's the beauty of the Dafi Yaimi. As a Maila, I'm not, not, I'm not putting down Chazshom Lamdus and, and Halach Lamaisa and all these things, but I've just never seen a guy come with his Shukhnaruch and the tour and trying to figure out Halach Lamaisa while he's waiting for his, his flight. And then he gets on the plane. I just never seen it. I, all I see. So maybe you're going to say, because the, the London, they stay in Lakewood and the whatever, and it's the Balabatan travel. Fine, I get it. But at the end of the day, the guy at the Chasana with the, with the Gemara is usually that guy that's trying to. Uh, I was once on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Even the dying from the Bedats was learning the daf. So I was very interesting. I was once, this is years ago, I was once in an airport and I was learning. I'm talking about like 20 years ago, maybe. 20, learning. All of a sudden I hear a woman next to me. She goes, Ta, you're not going to believe this. A guy next to me, and she's like trying to whisper, a guy next to me is learning from your Gemara. I'm like, who are you? Uh, she goes, I'm Zlatowitz. Something like this. Like she was, like I'm learning from her father's art scroll. It's like she was all in the spa that somebody was in the airport learning. Fine. Anyway, we're holding on the Tzadik Yimlom and Beis by the Mishnah. Huh? Like, like she was holding cup. Which volume? Like uh, it was Menachas volume three. Shichav. Okay. No, but her father's her father's thing. No, it's, 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 I guess, we take it for granted. We're, uh, we're all learning the art school. Da, da, da. She, she, like, she was the first time in, a, in an airport that she saw another. Yeah. All right. So there's many different shirim, but we'll just grab the typical shir of a gregeres. A person takes out less than a gregeres of food. In a vessel, in a kli. Potter afala kli. This is amazing chiddush. So not only are you potter for taking out the food because it's not the right amount, but you're also potter for the kli itself. The kli itself, if the kli was without food, you'd be chayim. But since the kli is there to hold the food, the kli becomes bottle to the food, and the food is nothing, the kli is nothing, and you are potter. Rabbi say, I. I don't know about you, but I'm literally enjoying every single day. It's just so amazing, the, the, the lambdas and the every day, new, new chidushim, new concepts that we haven't had. It's just amazing and beautiful. I don't know what, just people gave Shabbos a bad rap. Uh, no, this is, it's unbelievable. Look at this. We're going to be learning just today alone. Concepts like each one would take months in, in the yeshiva and we fly through it. So this is the big, what? Yeah, I said. Yeah, you were busy writing. But I'll say it for you again. Because the Kli is tuffled to it. If you take a live person, carry him on a bed, Potter af alamito. What is going on here? So this is the famous concept. A lot of people are familiar with this. A live person carries himself. What exactly that means? I can't sit here and tell you that I understand it 100%. But it's... The point I believe is, I spoke to some people that they literally believe that a dead person weighs more. And I said, it's not possible scientifically. How does a dead person all of a sudden gain weight? It just seems like from everybody else that I see, from Rashi, from... It's a, it's, a, it's a question of balance, balance and center of gravity. And, and, and a person that's alive helps you carry him. He helps you carry him. So instead of it being a dead weight, literally like 100 pounds, the way he positions himself, it, it takes off from the weight. That taking off the weight makes you potter. And therefore, afalamito, even the bed that you're carrying with is your potter on that, even though if you carry a bed into Rosh Hashanah, you'd be chayiv, 
because the bed is tuffled to him. I just want to point out a Tosis on Daftzadik Dalit Omid Aleph. Tosis asks a bomb question here. According to Rashi, that the live person assists in carrying himself, so why in the world would you be potter? Since when, if you carry less weight, are you potter from going through the rabbit? And even if we're going to say what we said yesterday, that it's that one guy is capable of carrying, he's very strong, he can carry the, the live person, and the other person is assisting, he's any yachal, so he's the live person being carried, he assists a little bit, and he takes off five pounds from his body weight, but lukula alma, the guy that's yachal is chayev. That's what we said yesterday. Everybody agrees that the guy that, that carries most of the weight is chayev. That's Taisis Kasha, therefore he has a different shot that that's not what they did in the Beis HaMikdash. They never carried a live person, they never carried live animals, says Taisis. All the animals that they had either walked on their own, there's only two other animals, the Tachash and, uh, and whatever, the goat, and, and the, the Tcheles, the, the snail, they killed right away. They never, they never had to carry a live animal. And therefore, but I just saw a beautiful Ribchayim, because we're talking about Lumbus. I just thought it was, a, it was nice, the way he said it, I thought it was great. Again, I'm not going to claim that I understand 100% what he's saying, but basically what he's saying is that in the case of Zei Yochel, Zein Yochel, it's two people carrying an object. Over here, the object is carrying itself. That's a chesarn in the malacha. That's not how you carry something. You don't carry something where the thing carries itself. You always carry dead objects, things. So, anyways, that was his, I thought it was interesting how he pointed that nekuda out, that typically you're carrying something else, and over here the something else is carrying itself, and that makes a chesarn in the malacha. Fine. Well, that, that's the sugya of Chayin Aizat Tzatzmai. But this is the, this seems to be like the Makar, right here in this Mishnah of Chayin Aizat Tzatzmai. But yeah. But how does it help? I don't understand, like we have to... Right, what I've said. It's two people carrying, the guy that's being carried, he can't carry himself completely. He could only carry a little bit of himself. Right now, because right now he's in the He's in the ear. That's according to Taisus with the one finger. So, what? That doesn't matter, because right now, we said yesterday, if a guy carries with one finger, that's considered any yachal, even though he could carry with his whole hand. Because the way he's doing it right now is with one finger. So, just because you put him on the ground and he can carry himself, that, that, that means nothing. In the situation right now, he's any yachal, because he's being carried in the air. I, don't know, I, just, I went on Google and the first thing that popped up was a whole discussion about live weight versus dead weight and they, they, they do say, I mean, whoever, a huge thing about uh, uh, balance and gravity and videos and a whole thing that there is a thing called dead weight, the dead bodies harder to carry, not heavier, harder to carry than a live person because the way a person positions his center of gravity and he helps and there's such a thing. But if you're going to carry dead weight, literally a dead person, you're chayev on the dead person. And so too, anything that has a shear. So when it comes to dead person, the shear is a kezayis. You don't have to carry a whole mace, enough to be metama. So it's kezayis. How much of a nevela is metama? A kezayis. How much is metama from a sheretz, from a rat? Adasha, lentil, chayyim. Reb Shimon, poiter. 
So in one Mishnah, I mean, literally, it's crazy, but we're Dafiyomi, and I haven't used my, uh, I coined the phrase a long time ago, and I haven't used it in a long time, but basically the, the phrase is, don't ever let the Daf get in the way of the Pshat. So basically, uh, these are very tough musagim, and we could sit here and t- discuss them for a long time, but we discussed this all the way in the beginning of the cell, we discussed it a few times. This is the concept of Malacha Shein Tzrich Gufa. What does it mean? According to Rashi, that doesn't need for itself. The, the translation of the Arsua was a labor not needed for its defined purpose. That's a beautiful translation. Defined purpose. Meaning, according to Rashi, the melacha has to be something that's a positive. It's creative. You do something, I'm creating flour, I'm creating bread, I'm doing something positive. Whereas if I take a dead person out of my house, I'm not doing anything creative. I'm getting rid of a problem that I have. I have a stench in my house. I'm pushing it outside. That's not creative. That's not positive. So I don't want this issue. So that's Malach Hashem Tzrich For who? For the man? No, it's not for you. What is it for you? What has it done for you? Yeah. They'd rather not have the problem to begin with. They'd rather not have a dead person. Okay, so that... Here's another Shiloh. Okay, I'll give you an example. So you tell me this. What do you think about this? Cutting your hair on Shabbos. Getting rid of your hair. You have long hair, you're getting rid of hair. Is that a malacha shetzrich lagufa or ain't srich lagufa? Is that a positive or just I'm, I have an issue and I'm getting rid of the issue? What do you say? That you understand getting rid of the issue, but not this. Okay, fine. But it's not because of the maze. You're thinking about because of the smell. Depends why you're thinking about no, you have to know what the reason is. You, the, you're right, if that's the reason. Let's say the reason is because you don't want to become Tameh from the mace. You don't want to become Tameh. He's in your way. Right, exactly. So it's all in what the issue is. Hair and nails, we're going to see, is considered, and it's according to Tyson at least, it's Melacha Shein Tzrich Lagufa. Yes, it's good for you not to have the hair, but you'd rather not even have the hair. So you rather, so the fact that you're cutting the hair, is you try, you're getting rid of a problem. You're solving a problem. You're not being creative. You're not, you're not adding hair to your head. That would be Melech HaShetzirich You're taking hair off your head and throwing it in the garbage. Melech HaShetzirich L'Gufa. Right. Exactly. Very good. Very good. In the Beis HaMikdosh, in the Beis HaMikdosh, and, and that will even hurt you. what you're saying, I needed the, the beams of the Beis HaMikdosh, I needed brought from my wagon over here. I need it over here. I don't need the dead person over here. I just don't need him in my house. I don't want him in my house. That's different. Now, if I was bringing him into a grave, maybe you're right, but why is he bringing him into the Shuzra? He's shoving him out of the house. It's not, I want him over here. I don't want him over here. Fine. Anyway, that's the, that's the Svaria. That's what I said. You could sit here and discuss it and understand it, and you're supposed to. But we got to go right there. That's what we're saying. holds it's and therefore your If you do take out the right amount, If you take a gregarious of food in a vessel, yeah, like here, I have a little bit of water, whatever, the reviews of water. Take it outside. I'm high for the water, not high for the kli. 
The kli is tafel, we said, to the food. Now, if I need this cup outside in Rosh for another purpose, because I want to trap something, I want to do something with the cup, so now the cup has nothing to do with the water, so now I'm chayiv for the kli also. Ask the Gemara, it's really more of a kasha than a statement. According to what you're telling me is it's possible to be over two malachas in one second, in one, in one shot, like eating two pieces of nevela. Now we all know, for the most part, that if you eat two pieces of nevela, in one awareness, you only have one. Whoever thought that you have two, there's one, one shita maybe, so in this case, I'm doing two malachas, I'm taking out a kli and a kli, a kli and food. What's the difference between the kli and the food? I'm taking out two items, and all of a sudden you're going to be mechaiv me on two items. That's what it says here. I'm chayiv for the food, I'm chayiv for the kli. That hardly makes sense. Omer of Sheshes, you're right, we have to explain it better. We're holding up tzadik dalon of an aleph, kigoyin, shishogag ala ochlin, vehezer ala kli. What happened was, there was a shoigig on the food. Meaning, so it, we're going to break it up. He's not chayiv two chatois on, on two similar melachas. He's going to be chayiv one chatos and, and one, one misa. Okay, he's going to be chayiv either kar, skila, whatever he's chayiv. But they're different. They're, they're, so it's different. So once it's different, you can be chayiv two. If they're the same, you're right. They're not chayiv. You can't be chayiv two of the same thing. Just to point out real quickly, the Rishayin and the Rashba, they ask a bomb question here. The only way you're chayiv achatos is if you found out that what you're doing is also, you'd stop. Oi, I made a mistake. That's achatos. But over here, this guy is doing amazing. He, he's amazing on the kli. He says, I don't care about Shabbos. I'm taking the kli out into the Rishayin. I just don't know. I'm, I, I, don't, I never hopped that food you're not allowed to take out into Rishus Rabbim. No, but if somebody said, food you're not allowed to take into Rishus Rabbim, the same Shegetz is going to say, I don't care. He doesn't care about the Kli, so why would he care about the food? So it's a good chap, it's a good kasha. Maskev lo ravashi vo'af ala Kli katani, but from the Loshon of af ala Kli, he's chayv even for the Kli, it seems like it's the same exact Isser. They're both Shegetz, they're both Mezid, whatever, but this is the same. Elom Ravashi, Kegon Says Ravashi, you're right. Af is a great loss and it means they're both the same. And you're right, there were two shaygigs. So then why is, it, why is it different than eating two pieces of chaylev? We had in the beginning of Sechta, or we had earlier on, not the beginning of Sechta, but the big machloik is if somebody did two shaygigs in a row, and then in one awareness, and then he found out about shaygig number one. And he went and he brought a carbon. Is that mechaper and shaykh number two? Or because the awareness was later on, it's a different awareness. Now, if it was one awareness, he found out after he did both averis, so he brings one carbon for both. But over here, he, he forgot in the middle. We actually had in the tzaddik, I don't know if you remember, the taisis over there that explains the kupas haroichlin, that when it comes to food and food, you cannot be mechalic with awareness. Even if you bring a carbon in between two bags of tea, and you found out on the second bag of tea later on that one carbon works on the second bag of tea. But a kli and food, that's different. Then I could be mechalik. I could say, I found out that I was over Isser by mistake on Shabbos on the kli. I brought a carbon, great. 
Now, two days later, somebody said, and by the way, what about the, what about the coffee in the, in the Kli? Oi, I forgot to bring a carbon of that. Do I have to bring a second carbon or not? So each one is going to grab, if you hold like Rabbi Yechon and the Yichayef 2, then you're going to say that that's the Pshat over here, the Yichayef 2. If you're going to say, like Rishlokish, that you only Yichayef 1, so you can't say that Pshat. So you have to say one of the other Pshatim over here. Says the Gemara, You're carrying a live person in a bed, you're Potra on the bed. Big Chiddush, right? That the bed is Tafel, this massive bed. Weighs 300 pounds, you're Potra on the bed. Why? Because the bed is for the person that's on the bed. And the person on the bed, you're Potra because he carries himself. No, no. It's a Chai. Chai, a live person on a bed, you're Potra on the bed, and you're Potra on the person. The person carries himself. And the bed is only. Uh, what's the right word? Subordinate. How do you say tuffle? Subservient. But kids are, it's bottle. To the, the only reason you're carrying the bed is to carry the person. So that is already, we don't care about the bed. And the, per, the what? Secondary. Beautiful. Secondary. Who says that? The art scroll? Secondary. <laughs> he just, this, everybody in this room, all 30 of you, he just said you guys don't speak. Me, I'm part of it. Rabbi you're not going to believe this. Uh, my Chavrusa, he, uh, he just made a shidduch. You did Ukraine, he made a shidduch. His daughter got engaged. To who? To Rabbi Ezra Pilz's grandson. Rabbi Ezra's son, I learned in Tifrach when I was 10 years old. Rabbi Ezra's son is the father of the, of the chassan. He showed him, he goes, Eli Stefanski, you? That wild kid, that 10-year-old. He remembered everything. He's telling me stories. I couldn't believe it. 35 years ago. It's crazy. So it's, uh, it's a small little world. But yeah. How did that happen? Oh, because English, yeah. You can't blame me. I went to Tifrach, to Panovich. I have all the excuses. But what's your excuse, says Avi? Secondary. He said you cheated. He said you got it from the computer. All right. You're sticking with yours? What's the one? Inci no, incidental is, is an action, no? Secondary is the object is secondary. I like it. It's a great logic. You understand much better now, right? The, 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 the bed is secondary to the person. We don't view the bed. Now, the person is potter. So now all of a sudden it happens that you're carrying this 200-pound bed, and you're completely potter. Hi, Zoomers. It's always the same guys. I don't get to the new guys, because the, the, the original is always chap. They sit, Ellie Dykeman, he's all, and Yael Bergman, they're on the top because they come an hour before. And Yaakov Rosedale, who used to be on the top line, he's nowhere to be found. Fine. What? Yeah, we got to go right there. Oh, the first Shidduch, that's right, it's today. Ari Rosenstein and, and Chef and uh, whatever, but you're all invited on Zoom. Something, No? It's what? Oh, it's a live stream. It's not even on Zoom. Chutzpah. He's making one of those cheap weddings on live stream. <laughs> Can't even afford Zoom. All right. Oh. Dr. Who? Berkson, I heard. Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Dr. Berkson. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome. Welcome all the new guys. All right, we got a massive sugi here, so we got to go. 
This Mishnah of the whole concept of Chai Nois where a live person helps carry himself is in Reb Nosson. If you were to lift a living animal and a bird, he makes a distinction between live and dead, and the only common sense uh, distinction could be because if you lift a live animal, the live animal is assisting you to carry it. And therefore, you are potter for whatever reason it is. It's not exactly like they did in the Beisam Mikdash. Or Taisa says, Mamish, that there was no such thing as carrying a live bird and a live animal. You're not going to carry a sheep. You draw, you, and this Tachash animal, it's like a lion, like a, right, this uh, interesting tiger-looking, we don't know what it is. It doesn't exist anymore. It was beautiful hide, and they, they put it on the it's more like it's from the cat family. You certainly didn't come and, and start petting it and carry this giant thing. You took it in a chain and then whatever. So, but he says, Reb holds Chai therefore our Mishnah must be going like Reb who says the concept of Chai Noise Secondary, of course he got it from, he's, he's just pretending, of course, Avi. Omer Rav, he's a lawyer, but he knows all these Lashonis. Omer Rav, I feel the Tamer Rabbanon, Akokach Lei Pligi Rabbanon, Aleidi Rebnason, Elabebeim Achayev Oiv, Dimishar Betinav Shayu. Says Gemara, who told you? Maybe Rabbanon argue Rebnason when it comes to an animal. An animal likes to be Mishtamen. He likes to jump out of your hand. He squirms around. He's not helping you out to carry him. On that, Rabbanon say, no, that's not true. There's no concept of Chayno. He says, that's my, on an animal. Avladam, Typical example, like a baby. He right away puts his head on his shoulder, he knows how to wiggle up onto you and make it easier for you. Maybe agree. Okay. This is halacha. Literally, we're going through all these camps one after another as if like halacha, you're not allowed to sell a behemagasa to a non-Jew because the, the, this uh, axe this donkey might work on Shabbos. You, you might come to rent it to him. You might work on Shabbos. What's the problem? Eh, whole thing. A horse is different. Why? What do you do with a horse? You don't plow your field. Plowing a field is a deraisa. What do you do with a horse? You ride a horse. And that's not, so, that's not such a problem. Why? Because of our idea. Explains Rabbi Yochanan that's because of Rabbi Nassan. What does Rabbi Nassan say? So if I'm on a horse, so I'm assisting the horse to carry me. I don't just plop my body on him. I sit in a special way and I help him carry me. Since I'm helping him carry me, therefore, that's not an Isidar Raisa. And therefore, I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to sell a horse to a guy. And if you're going to tell me, no, Rabbanon never argued with Rabbanon when it comes to an animal. They only argued with Rabbanon on on a, on a, on a human. Rabbanon also agreed to this concept. Right? Rabbanon agree that a human being is It's only when it comes to an animal that squirms, say Rabbanon, no chayinoy but we're talking about a horse. Why are you allowed to sell a horse to a guy? Because a human being is on the horse, and a human being is chayinoy says asmoy. Rabbanon agreed to that concept, according to what you just said. Says the Gemara, I feel Rabbanon, 
There's a horse that carries animals. It carries, so what is this? It's called falconry. And I have a picture here, not mom, it's such a great picture because I just wanted to, to this is a, a way of hunting. And what they do is they put this giant bird. By the way, we had this in Chicago. You remember, Avi? I don't know if you know. Like I had a falcon in, uh, that lived next to our house and would come down and grab the birds right out of our backyard and eat them in our backyard. It was a whole thing. Crazy birds. They could fly. It's unbelievable. Anyway, you don't want to tire the bird out. So what do you do? You put the bird on a horse and you let the horse bring him to the hunting spot and then it takes off from there so you save it a little energy. This is not mama shit. This is the guy who doesn't want to get tired. Fine. But the idea is they do it until the, today. There's people that still hunt like that and it's the horse is for birds. Now, it doesn't say anywhere here to, to make a distinction between a horse for, it says you're allowed to sell a horse to, to a guy. It doesn't say, oh, dafko horse uh, th that holds humans, but not a horse that, that carries birds. It doesn't say that. So I'm going to say that all horses are mutter. Otherwise, you should, it's the same parentheses, asterisk. Dafko such a horse. Not, uh, not, since it doesn't say that, and this horse can carry only animals, and animals don't have chayenoises atzmai, according to Rabbanon. So it must be that it goes according to Reb that says everything has chayenoises atzmai, even birds, even animals. Is it such a thing? In Ikedevei Viyadon, these are hunters, they have such a horse. Now, this whole concept of chayenoises atzmai, however you want to understand it, logically and scientifically and all these things, is because the human helps out. But if the human is bound with a rope, then he's a dead weight. He's no longer helping with, with uh, center of gravity, balance, all these things, and therefore he agrees that it's considered tiltal. You're carrying. I have a picture. This is just for illustration purposes. Is a zaftige guy. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even it. This is not even what the Gemara is talking about. A Parsi is this big Balgaiva that wears these tight clothing, and he's just not helping out. He's just. But he and we we once learned Parsim have bathrooms. They had really good bathrooms. Um. So <laughs> they were lazy guys, a bunch of lazy people, and they would take the horse from their bathroom to the back to the meal, to the, the whatever. So for whatever reason, the Parsi's not helping out. Literally, not, that's what you said. He's not helping out. Come on, the Kafsi dummy. It's literally like he's bound. He sits like this. That if he's bound not, you just said, if he's bound not, then that, that, that's Rimnasa. Rimnasa is moited that if he's bound, it doesn't work, so why are you telling me it would work? Hassam says the Gemara, Ramos Ruchu The guy is just a Balgaiva. He could walk pretty well and he could help out the horse if he wants. He just pretends he has his nose up in the ear. He's a Balgaiva, and I'll prove it to you. There was this guy, uh, one of these, uh, these Balgaiva, and the king was really mad at him. And he, the guy ran a mar marathon. This guy, this Zaftika guy ran a whole marathon. So don't tell me that he can't carry himself. He can carry himself. Ooh, why he can carry himself? He won the marathon and kept on running. People were like, what's going on? The king's after him. He has no problem running. 
is just when he wants to act like a Bagaiva. He's uh, like, he, like a dead weight, but he's not. So if it's dead, whatever the dead thing, it's, it's not assisting you at all, so you're chayiv, and it doesn't matter what the shear is. As long as you have the shear, it doesn't have to be a full dead person. A kezayis min ameis, a nadasha min a min a sheretz, whatever the shear is. Omer Rabbi Barbachan, Omer Yechonon, Omer Yezimim Shem Lakish. It's interesting, right? We have Rabbi Yechonon Shlakish here, but both brought down by different people. Rabbi brings Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yosef brings Rabbi Shlakish. Poy to hurry, Rabbi Shimon, af b'moitzis ameis lekavroi. It's a dalang on the base. Rabbi Shimon, the famous Rabbi Shimon by Yechoi, who's poiter everything in, in all of Shabbos. He says, and this is what Nachman was really saying, and this is the Chiddush, that even if you're helping the dead person, because sometimes you're helping yourself, sometimes you're helping the object. And over here, you're helping the object. So helping the object, the object itself, not you for covenant mace, but the object. So if you're, you're, you're going to be cover the mace, there will be no logic to say that you're potter. Says Rabbi Shimon, I'm, I'm pointing, bury him. Now, what about Muktza? So Rashi right away says uh, later on also that we're talking about Kikar Betinoik. I got rid of the Muktza. I can get rid of Muktza by just putting a loaf of bread on it, and then I'm carrying, then it becomes secondary again. The concept of secondary, I'm carrying the bread. The dead person is secondary to the bread. Mamish, this is the sugi here. We didn't understand so well. What well, is the Kikar Betinoik? Now we understand. Fine. If I took out a hoe, some shovel to dig with, I took out a shovel, I took out a sefer why should I be potter? What, what's going on here? If that's considered a malach if I'm taking out a shovel into Rosh Hashanah and that's considered not for me, so what is the case? Give me a good case. Perhaps I need the malacha to be productive and positive for me and for the object I'm taking out. For instance, to sharpen it, to put something on it, to add so that it could be better for digging. So now I'm doing malacha on the shovel itself. So it's two things. I'm making the shovel stronger, sharper, and I want to go dig. So why did I go into Rosh Hashanah? I went to Rosh Hashanah for two reasons. To make the shovel better and to make my life better by digging. So I did it for myself. I did it for the shovel. I, I would think that that's the only way you're chayyah. If I just take a shovel outside, I'm chayyah. Or I would think maybe to fix the sefetariah, make the sefetariah better and also make my life better by reading the Sefer Torah. Komash Malan, I don't need two things. One is enough. All right, says the Gemara, Ahu Shachva, there's a dead person, Ava, Bidroi Keres, he was in a city called Roy Keres. Shara Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Lapukele Karmelis. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak allowed them to take, says Rashi, it has to be that we're talking about there was a big design for the dead person. There's a good reason, a nice good reason. That's Tam. Take the, it started to smell up from the sun. There was a fire coming. We had to get rid of him. Now, in addition, I don't want you to be over mukta, so I'm going to put a, a kikar vatinoik on the dead person. But he allowed to take it not into Rosh Hashanah, but into Carmelis. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's already a bizoyna mace. That's like mamish. Like I'm trying, I'm doing, and it's also it's more than bizoyna mace. It's um, it's a, what do you call it? Um, uh, what is it called? Nachem, somebody. Um, when you when you uh, is uh, whatever you know, it's it's for yourself. Fine. Omar, Omar le Rabbi Yochanan, Chud de Mar Bereidera, the Rabbi of Nachem Bar Yitzchak, Kiman, Kirib Shimon. He lechayra holds like Rabbi Shimon. That's why you're allowed to take it out into it's malachashin tzrich lagufa. I'm not doing it for myself. Uh, I, I, I'm not doing something positive. I'm just getting rid of a problem. I don't want it to burn. Hey, melapad Rabbi Shimon mechiyuv chatos isur derabbanu miyikin. He said that you're not chayv chatos. He never said go ahead and start moving dead people. Amalei holikim. The Eilis Be'at. Huh? You yourself, I swear, you yourself would move this dead person if you were there. Why? Even according to Rabbi Yehuda, it says, Malach Shein Tzirich Gufa, you're Chayev. Over here it says, Mutter. Demika Amin Elushus Rabbim. I never spoke about Elushus Rabbim. We're dealing with Likarmel's Gamina. Here we go. Go to Kavad. This is what it's looking. Go to Kavad. Brio Isha Doicha Es Lois Asa As we had in the whole sugi of toilet paper. When it comes to a person not being embarrassed or covered, covered for the person, then Chachamim, they, they gave in. They said they were, they were makel. They said, you know what? Our Isra that we instituted for Klai Yisrael doesn't apply in a, in a situation where a guy is really going to be embarrassed, in a, in a situation where the dead person is going to get burned from a fire. All these things don't apply. Use my Carmelis. Well, Oh, that was something else. That was Adam Bala Mamoinoi, Adam Bala Mesoi we had. Yeah. That's a different, a little bit of a different Svara. That's a different Svara. No, no, no. No, no, no. Carmelis is a Dirabanan. So they relaxed their Isser Dirabanan on Carmelis. No, 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 no. The, the Loisasser. The Isser of Loisasser, though, yeah, you can't go from right to left, but Chas Shalom. okay, let me, let me, let me, good point. When does the Isidaraisa of Shatnas, you must drop your pants in public, and even if it means you're embarrassed. Whatever the Isser is. But when does the Isser, the Rabbanon, like the toilet paper Isser, or the Isser of Carmelis to use a Rishus that's not defined as a Rishus Aram, Rishus it's in between, or Chachamim, were Machmeran, and they called it a Carmelis. Rabbanon relaxed their own Isser, and Memela, typically you have an Isser, Leisasser, you can't go, even if they tell you on Yemin Smavas, you have to listen to them. Over here they relaxed. Over here they said you, you could break our rule, our, and it becomes the Isser, the Raisa, not to listen to Chachamim. They relaxed their Isser, the Rabbanon, so that there shouldn't be a, a problem of Kavad Abriyos. Not awesome. No, I think I think I think it's the live person. I think it's the covered abrius of the live person because you don't want your father to to, to right. Yeah, it's a bizarre for you. It's a problem for you. I think so. That's how I learned it, but I might be mistaken. What do you guys think? If it's not a bizarre to them, it's not a bizarre to you. No, if if a fire comes. If a fire comes and burns a body, it's a terrible thing for the, for the for whole the family. Itself. For the body itself. But um, we, we care about humans. We care about the live people. But he's dead. How does that cover the breeze to that person? We have a concept of 
Kavala Bria is for them. Okay, it could be. could be. I don't know. I, hear, I could hear both ways. What? They do talk about it. Okay, fine. I, 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 I can hear both ways. Kavala Bria is that uh, even a person is dead, but because he was alive, we have to give cover to that thing that was alive. I hear. Yeah. I just thought about a great story from the Chazanish, but we only have five minutes. We've got to go right So if a person has two white hairs in a Beheres, Tsaras, so it could cause him a lot of grief, right? He's a, he's a material. He has to do this, he has to do that. Leave, come, go, house. I have a, I have a great Eitzah. So rip them out. Before you get to the car, and pluck them. It's awesome. And if you have a seis, and in the middle you have this live skin that's perfect, that's terrible. That's called a seis. I have a great eight, so burn it up. Make it not live. Make it terrible skin. And then Kain is going to say, it's tar. Oiver beloy sasa. He's oiver. Itmar. He's really avoiding the whole problem because he has a, a big issue. He has an avera on his hand. He has to take care of it. He needs chuva. Okay, fine. He's trying to avoid the whole thing. Itmar. What if he has two hairs, takes one out? Now, one out of two, of course he's chayev because he just ruined it. You need two hairs to be a metzorah. Now he only has one, fine. But what if he has three hairs and he's down to two and two is enough to make him a metzorah? Because what he did is enough now the mishtak if one falls out by mistake, he caused that there should be no tumma because of what he just did at a later stage. What do you mean? When he took it out, it was perfectly tummy. He's still a mitzayra. Just because tomorrow, if he rubs it and something happens, another hair is going to fall out, and then he becomes not tummy. That's not his problem today. How do I know this? This is not. It says only kezayis if you take it from a dead person. But a half a kezayis, you are potter. So there's a contradiction. Half a kezayis, my love. What happened was he had a whole kezayis and he ruined that kezayis. He took away the tumor from that kezayis by taking out a half and therefore he was very effective. His hoitzah was effective. It was effective to the point that he removed the tumor from the house. Until now, the house is tame. By him taking a half of his eyes outdoors, he made his house tar. That's a positive act of malacha. He just created tahara in the house. That's why he's chayim. Vod is not potter. He had one and a half kezayisim or more, and he took a half kezayis. He wasn't effective at all. Rav Nachman, and so that's a great raya that if I take a, a one here out of three, it's nothing. Rav Nachman, it's not true. Rav Nachman is going to answer that it's not, it's not what happened over there with the half kezayis. But it's not potter. He took out the reason why he's potter is because it had zero effect at all. Now, of course, if he took out a whole kezayis, then he'd be chayev. That I think Rashi Taisis, the Rishonim talk, because he just did something effective. He has a whole zayis that's metama. He's chayiv. Says the Mishnah. If you remove your fingernails, you have a bad habit. You bite your nails on Shabbos, or you remove your nails with another nail. 
V'chein tsa'aray, or you take out, you pluck your hair with your hand. V'chein tsvama, your mustache. V'chein tsvanoi. V'chein hagoideles, you braid your hair. V'chein hakicheles, you paint your eyes. V'chein hapikeses, you fix your hair. And the Gemara is going to explain why each one is chayiv. Rebelezim hachayiv, v'chachamim oisrim mishum shvus. It's only the Rabbanon, shvus, mid the Rabbanon. Omar, Rebbe Yelezer. Machloik is biyad, or machloik is if you do this by hand. Avol, bikli. Chayov. What if you do it with uh, a scissors? You are chayev. Now, Tosis points out that according to Reb Shimon, you are potter, like you said before, because there's a malacha shein tzrich legufa. I don't need to cut my hair. I just don't want my hair. I don't want my hair over here. I just don't want it on my head. So that's that's not the malacha that we're talking about. It's malacha shein tzrich legufa. Tosis says this osugi is going according to Rebbe Yehuda. The mission is going according to Rebbe Yehuda. Pshita, zubzutnan. It says specifically, if the mission wanted to tell us that you're chayiv with a kli, it should say you cut your nails with a nail clipper. But it says you cut your nails with your fingers. Obviously, we're not talking about a kli. Mao the same rabbanu bekli nami patri. No, obviously, I could say no. The mission is going with a kli. So Nusa, why does it mention this case of a guy doing it with his finger? Vadiktani The other side that Reb says you chayiv. Even with your fingers, that's a that's a huge chiddush. I go like this, and I'm chayiv derayse. I guess the first one is also Rebbe Lazar, not Rebbe Liazar. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rebbe Lazar. Sorry, I made a mistake. I said Rebbe Liazar because I, I looked in the Mishnah, but it was Rebbe Lazar explaining the Mishnah. Rebbe Lazar, machloikis laatzmoi. Avle chaveroi derakol potter. Hear this? If you cut your friend's nails, you are potter. It's not the way to do it. And by the way, in Hilchas Tefillah, it says uh, in the, in the, the Shulchan Aruch also something like this, if I recall, that, uh, again, don't quote me, Lamaisa, but if a woman, Friday night, you have a guy do it, you have somebody else do it, I think it might even say there something about biting off the nails with the hand, uh, yeah? Somebody else bites it for you? The guy has to bite it, yeah, okay, fine. Ayin Chum, funny halacha. Go find that guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I have a Sabbath. Could you please bite my nail off? Uh, yeah, what? The mikvegoy. The mikvegoy. What's the profession? The, yeah, it's fine. erase, delete, cut. It says his nails. says. It should be, you should be high for your friend. Why did the Mishnah use the Lashon of same as far as we said before? The Rabbanon say uh, that if you do it for yourself, you're still not high for Of course, if somebody else does it for you, you're potter or But even if you do it yourself, you're potter or midaraisa. You're here. Tana, If you take off your hair on Shabbos, how much does it mean? The, the scissors, the top of the scissors? I'll review the time, two hairs. Ask the Gemara, how could that be? But if a person has a loss, somebody died, you're not allowed to cut two, you're not allowed to cut the hair, you're not allowed to pull your hair out out of, out of anguish, out of tsar. And it says, so it's in the same Mishnah. So it says, you should not cut your hair on Shabbos, how much is that? Two. But for a mace, it's two. It seems like it's two different things. For a mace, it's two, but for Shabbos, it's a different amount. Otherwise, it should say, Meis, Karcha, Shtayim. doesn't say that. 
Ulikarcha, however, for that person it's too too. So you have to say, Ema Vachain Lakarcha Stein. In addition to, to Shabbos, and for a dead person's too. How much is the scissors worth of here? Even one. If you yank out your white hair because you want to look young, even one. We had in, I forgot where it was. Babakama, one of the Babas, I think it's Babakama, Babakama Babasra, that uh, uh, the, the guy didn't want to hear, I forgot the exact suya, he, he said, don't tell me Chidushim now. Babakama, you remember that? Babakama, very good. Celsius, what daf? Look at this, our tech guy knows Shas. You see what we're holding here? Babakama daf Samach. So anyways, the Gemara over there was saying, real quick, huh? No, no, no. He knows, he knows his stuff. Mordechai Seltzer. Mordechai Seltzer, unbelievable. He's up there in the gallery screaming down from behind the computers. And he didn't look it up. So basically, Mordechai there says, I don't want to hear Sfaris now, I don't want to hear Agatha. So he says, It's like a guy that married a young woman and an older woman. And the older woman keeps on pulling out his black hair so he should look older and more distinguished. And the younger woman pulls out his white hairs. And he has no beard at all. So that, but it's also to pull out a white hair if you want to look younger. You're not allowed to do it even in the weekday. This is the tech guy. Can you imagine the guys that are learning down here? All right. Wow, it's 8.04 already. Shemi Rachim. Shem Ali's mama, Kim Rosi Fadi, no.